We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Hello, friends. Welcome to Mavs Party. You are joining me a little before 10.30 on Thursday, October 27th. Thanks so much for deciding to hang out after the game here. Uh, I apologize for the screwy audio last time. I did not realize that I was not speaking loud enough until after I had put it up for um, recording. So let me know in the in the chat there if you can actually hear me okay. That would um, help me out a little bit and you know the drill here let's uh let's come up on stage and talk about what is going on with the Mavs what you're thinking about the win uh as I just finished recording with Josh Bow, and I had really two takeaways first takeaway Luka Doncic good um really impressed with how he continued to take the ball at the basket only took six threes tonight instead of 13 and may and took you know 22 two-point shots the other takeaway that i had um was i really did enjoy the the josh green stint uh i felt that he was getting the kind of looks that dorian finney smith was getting last year like these wide open corner looks based off of luca driving to the hoop and the defense decided that they were going to live with josh green uh taking those shots he made all three um and in a four-point victory though every single one of those points mattered uh i also thought he played pretty nice defense on kyrie irving um, 13 minutes, you know, three shots. It's the sort of thing I hope to see if they can get Green involved more regularly. Uh, he has to, to have the willingness to take a couple of those shots. He still passed up one uh, that I thought he could have made, but, you know, he's not going to play perfect. Um, but that those were kind of like my main takeaways. Otherwise, this game was weird. Um, the Nets are a mess. And, yeah, he did get hurt, Robbie. Right? He seemed to like sprain his ankle. It didn't seem to be anything too serious, more of a – you know, it's, there weren't really minutes for him down the stretch anyways with who they're playing, but it was, uh, it was a fun game. It was, a, it's kind of a strange game, like superstar laden, you know, you got Lucas scoring 41, Durant scoring 37, uh, Kyrie scoring 39. Um, Christian Wood didn't play very much, kind of got into foul trouble. And then I'm sure we'll hear in post game how, you know, it's just him not playing in some of these minutes is more, and particularly down the stretch is going to be a matter of trust, but I still don't. I don't know. Things get things got weird in the fourth quarter again. Uh, and in their two losses, things got weird. And then, you know, in, particularly kind of in the, the I want to say like the 10 to four minute mark in the fourth quarter. Um, but the Mavericks pulled out of it. Luca really played a heck of a basketball game. I, I, I don't know. I enjoyed myself. So you guys know the drill. But remember, if you're coming in here and want to talk, you know, click the speaker request button. Look for your name. Uh, when I call your name, look for the green ring around your name. That'll help us the most. Um, we're going to fly through some folks because honestly, I don't want, I did a 90 minute one the other night and, um, that, that those it's too early in the year for me <laughs> to do things like that. Okay. First I'm going to let, uh, let my man Frank come up. How you doing Frank? Hey, you got me. Hey, how are you? Good. Hey, now I just wanted to say, you know, if Reggie and Dorian are, are, you know, going to play 38 minutes and, you know, make 10 collective points between them. I think it, I think there is minutes for Josh to try to still, you know, 
just if what you know, what are your thoughts on that? If I mean, it, they can't be so stubborn. You know, he'll he'll be stubborn like he was last year. Jay Kidd was stubborn with he. They did this whole thing where they wanted to post up Dorian and do all kinds of wonky things that the the Mavs have never done. And then obviously they cut that crap real quick. Um, going back to Luca Ball, but my question, you know, do you, do you agree with the notion that you know there's 18, uh, 22 minutes he can still or earn if you know? Can we count on him to? To can we sit Reggie the way they the way they sat Spencer tonight? You know, if if he's playing like crap, can they put Bullock on the bench and you know and Josh will start earning some of those minutes? I mean, there's no harm in trying it. I mean, these first four games, you know, if we go back and we we remember sort of what we've talked about since the schedule was released, these first four games did not really look good. Uh, and and a two and two start is honestly, I'm okay with this. Um, the two losses are the Mavericks fault more than it is them getting beat by a better team. So I think if anything, we should be, you know, kind of bullish. Uh, but I, I will say that what we've seen so far from Dorian is not ideal offensively. Defensively, I still think Dorian is very valuable, but he's not connecting on threes early. I think in no small part because he's not getting the airspace to launch them. He took the most, like he was in top five on wide open threes last year and guys are just staying home on him now. Um, I, I don't know how you mix up the rotation to a degree. I, I do. I, generally speaking, I don't care for the Mavericks rotations because I feel it's like a lot of fits and starts, but kids talked about how he's, he's going to let this play out for a while. He doesn't want to overreact anything. Um, I sort of disagree with that, but I'm not. I kind of like it. I I don't think he'll be as stubborn. I don't think he'll be as stubborn as he was last year. I think he'll pull the trigger a little okay. bit quicker this year. I, I I don't disagree with you, but I I'm a little more um, friendly. There's some funky stuff going on. Like Spencer Dinwiddie with a negative twenty in twenty eight minutes is weird. <laughs> like yeah. and that happened last game too. Yes, I saw. I heard. Yeah, it's it's so it's it's like they're in you know small sample size theater. There's some funky stuff. It is what it is. I'm, I'd, I'd much rather them get the win and then walk away and talk about winning ugly than you know starting the season one and three and us having a cow over this mm-hmm. because we were we were in here the other night complaining about it and 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 really you know they're a pretty good team that more beat themselves than lost i think both against the suns and against um we're we're so close we're so close to the elephant though if you if you look back and if you could find a way to take yourself out of your fandom shoes we're scary dude like we're not we're i mean we have wing depth if you're i mean we're not deep i I, I don't want to say we're deep but we do have some wing depth we have shooters we have role players you know the caveat is we have role players who are not very versatile but we have a little bit of everything so we're we're pretty scary, and the first four games of the year scared me when I saw the schedule. We're two and two. We got five on the road or five at home. And yeah. but anyways, um, I'll dismount with this. Do no, you no, think, it's great. Do you think? And I'm gonna end with this. Do you have a? Do you think we'll end up making a trade? It, it, it might not be blockbuster, but do you think we end up? You know, this isn't even a question if we if we actually do sign Dra- Dragic or whatever. But since we don't have a a guy who's not gonna make me go gray, you know, Dinwiddie's gonna make me go gray with his his gameplay and I'm thinking we need another ball handler. Do you think that's, I mean, like, do you legit think that's something that they entertain or, you know, and I'll, and I'll hang up with that. I, I, I think they have to, I mean, as fun as it is to watch Lucas score 35 points a game, which is what he's averaging right now. I just don't know if that's sustainable for a year. Um, I'd like to see him try. I think it'd be pretty fun, but it's, it's, just, it's tough. Um, I, I, I also don't know how things are going to shake out because, you know, we come to the season and you assume like the good teams are bad and the bad teams are good. Like the Clippers just lost Oklahoma city twice in a row. And uh, the, the jazz look like, like unstoppable force, you know, type stuff. It's, there's just weird things going on early in the year. And I don't know who, who's going to be tank. Cause I mean, it's at a certain point much earlier than in previous seasons, you know, particularly since they added the plan, somebody, some team is going to start tanking like ruthlessly, and so there's going to be guys available. So I think that, that the Mavericks may look to do something. But as we've talked about for the entire summer, they don't really have a lot of things to trade. So, all right. That's a good question, though. All right. We've got a lot of people. So let's uh, let's fly through it then. My man, Jordan. How are you, Jordan? Hey. Uh, first time this season that I'm able to be on. So Welcome. Uh, just want to give a shout out to Josh Green because he was awesome. And so... I'm, you know, the green believer, so I was pretty happy with that. 
Um, the only thing that I have noticed is a pattern this year, and it started last year, um, but we seem to be doing even worse on it, is we let the refs control our momentum mm. way more than we should. And, like, I don't know what the answer is to that, but it seems like it's ev- it's not just Luca. Like, everybody blames Luca in the media about it, but it's everybody. Like, even Dorian and Reggie and uh, you could see Wood was getting into it and Spencer. They, they just really if, – if a call does not go their way, it's like they mentally shut down for a few seconds. I don't know if I've noticed that. I'm going to have to keep an eye out for it. I mean, the one who always stands out is Spencer Dinwiddie, who acts like he has somehow been accused of, like, a capital offense every time he commits right. a foul. Like, he throws – like, he's much more demonstrative than Luca. I don't know what the heck's going on there. Um, but <laughs> Jason says Spence is just a whiner. And, and yeah. Uh, uh, also, Tim, uh, Jason Kidd seems to be wearing, like, blue light glasses. I don't know what those glasses are that he's wearing. Correct me <laughs> up. Um, but I, I – I'm gonna have to look for that. That's interesting. I don't know. Don't know if I've. I've honestly tonight. I wasn't like watching as closely. Like half my household is like sort of sick, so it's like there's a lot of like, ah. running up and down the stairs type stuff. And I really didn't. I watched the second half closer in the first half. So yeah, it just seems like we we really just like mentally kind of almost shut down, or like we will compound mistakes whenever a call doesn't go our way. And uh, and there were some weird calls this game like it felt like wood got a lot of very soft calls against him and yes. so like i get it to a degree and then like the whole like apparently it's not a flagrant if you hit a map in the back of the head but if anybody else gets in i don't the back mind of the head, that that's i hate these i hate these flagrant calls where it's like an automatic tech when a guy gets hit in the head i hate that stuff so i didn't feel like i, th- I felt maxi sort of sold it too um I understand though. It's, 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 it all like you hate to see well, it's also O'Neill like that. after the yeah. history, yeah. after the history with O'Neill, it is also a That's little true. rougher. That's a good point. I didn't really think about that. Yeah. I mean, this, this one was like one where I'm glad they got the win. I'm glad that there's not a ton of like narrative stuff to talk about other than what we feel like forcing because, you know, they play these next two, they play a series of games coming up that feel like, trap games <laughs> and, yeah. and i i hope that the you know they, they play thunder magic uh uh or utah toronto is going to be a bear then they play the nets again at home so it's like there's i don't know this is this could be uh the month of november has a lot of games but an opportunity for a lot of wins so i i really yeah. hope that the mavericks come come ready yep uh so i better Head out and let other people speak. I've got to be at work in five hours. So good luck, my friend. Thanks for hanging out late. Right. See ya. It's dedication. Hopping on. We got to go to work. Chris, what's up, guy? All right. Can you hear me? I can. To quote the great Bart Followell, Timothy Dwayne Hardaway Jr. is his name. Us guys with Dwayne as her middle name got to stick together. Well, that was funny as well, hell when he said it in overtime. <laughs> Welcome to welcome back, Tim Hardaway. It's been it's been ten ten to twelve months since yes, because I've been you. almost every. <laughs> I mean, yeah, trust me, I've been the one. I've been kind of a Tim Hardaway Junior hater here. Like, well, we all have because when Tim's bad, it's like, oh no, did you forget how to play basketball? But when Tim's good, it's like that, or when he's just like on fire, like the shots look great tonight. So I was yeah. really pleased pleased to see that for him. You know what? And he, he's got some balls though. He he shoots the ball though. He he he's not afraid. And I'm glad to see Josh Green at the same time not just second guessing himself. He actually just as soon as you get the ball, just shoot it because sure. you're gonna get wide open shots with Luca attracting all the attention. So I'm I'm I know it's just one game, but this could be a confidence booster. This could be a a, a rhythm thing. You know, get back on sure. track. I'm about to have a five game homestand against bad teams. I really feel like they might seem like trap games, and you know, a lot of bad teams at the beginning of the year can come off it, you know, or they win, they win games. It's just, it gets silly in the beginning of the season. Well, when, when I say trap games, what I mean is that, and you could really sense this with Luca against New Orleans, none of those guys took New Orleans seriously. And that came back to bite them really quickly. And so I hope that these are games where the Mavericks come out and ready to get their work done early so we can all watch the game, come in here and celebrate, and then go to bed and not <laughs> talk about, and not talk about how Paolo Ben, 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 Ben Caro, 
Yeah. Caro. Yeah. Not talk about how Paolo Bancaro like ate the entire Mavs front line alive or something like that. You yeah, know? we got to get some revenge on the Magic and the Thunder because they they've got some wins against us last year, from what I remember. So they're spite. Well, that was with the two bad wins, and then they went on the road and beat the the Nets and beat Boston, and it was like, wait, huh? How is this happening? Yeah, what's going on? But yeah, think about this: we played four games, two of the losses, two points, one point loss. I mean, we're in all of these games. We're not getting our ass kicked. We. We kicked Memphis' ass, like, by 41 points. As long as we're hitting our open threes. Thing is, every single team we're playing, they know who the Mavs are. We've, they've seen us go to the Western Conference Finals. We have a target on our back. Sure. Luka's got a target on his back, and he's just playing out of his fucking mind. He's going to be MVP this year. Is I love seeing this. Josh Green, I swear to God, if he could just do what he did tonight. just I don't even care if he misses. And I wanted to take game. the shots. I don't care if he misses them. Exactly. Just take, take the shots. The shots. Yeah. And if you're playing really good on defense, great. Christian Wood, 61.5% from the three-point line this year. And it's just three games, but Jesus Christ, like, he, every time he takes a three, I, I just I swear I always see him make it. So Spencer shooting 56% from three. Like, there's some crazy stuff going on right now. Yeah. Which, which makes the two-and-two two element of this a little bit frustrating, but, you know, it is what it is. Man, it could be much, much worse because it was the most maverick thing what happened at the end. It could have gone that way where we're up eight with 45 seconds to go. (laughs) We almost gave it away. If Reggie would have missed that other free throw, you're talking about Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant taking, just taking, they had plenty of time to make a three. They didn't have a timeout, but they, I don't think they had a timeout, but they, they had plenty of time to to take a three. That that would have been like double overtime. And you you just don't want to blow 41 point, maybe more for Luca and just lose. It's just, God, I would not want to go one and three and just go to bed on this, but. I agree. Uh, but, yeah, last thing, just had a bad day. Like, the dog died. I had to put my dog down. So, that, oh, that picture that I have. I'm just I'm sorry. really been sad all day. But, damn it, like, just the Mavs. I mean, it just feels good to get a win. Just, like, the joy of it. I yeah. really took away a little bit of the pain and all. But, uh, it's just it's been, a, it's been a rough day. But I'm just glad the Mavs pull off the win. It just made me feel a little bit better. I understand that, man. I was, like, the first thing that pulled me out of a funk after our uh, or my, my my previous dog, Grace, died was, like, uh, the, the Vince Carter three over the Spurs. Like, I was, I was at that game. I, I was, was like, I was like a walking zombie for, like, three weeks. And that oh, game, man. That game, that game kind of pulled me back. So, I, I, I do understand what you mean. Well, I'm glad. Yeah. Glad you got to take a little relief in that. Sorry to hear about that. Cause that damn, that makes me We just got to go on a winning streak and I'll feel, feel even better. But yeah, it never gets any easier. But yeah, I just, uh, let's just get on, get on track here, get on a winning streak and, you know, go Mavs. All right. Talk soon, Chris. Appreciate you coming up. All right. Let's go to my man, Harris. How are we doing, Harris? Welcome back. Hit that mute button one more time. Give him a second to figure it out here. Yeah. Come on, Chris, make, get me in my feelings, making me think about dogs. Harris, you able to find the unmute button? If not, I'm going to boot you. All right. Try to come back up later. We'll figure it out. Um, let's go with Jason. First time, long time. Actually, you're not first time. You know what I mean. What's going on? Doing good. Doing good. I – that was an amazing – I feel like we didn't talk about this game at all. Luca was insane. I don't know what to say about it. Didn't have to three ball, but everything else is just – oh, my God. That <laughs> – I mean, in just the way he took over in overtime, it just well, he took it, over they played three times in a row just to the top of the key. Oh my gosh! Like driving, not just being like dribble, 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 shoot. Like it was great, just like full great. display of skills. Just amazing. I don't know. Like I feel like I don't know. It seems impossible. Luca's not going to win the MVP, right? I don't know, man. You see, have you seen that Giannis Antetokounmpo fellow? He's shooting seventy percent from Giannis two. Is good. Yeah, Giannis is good, but I mean, if the if the Mavs win more than fifty games, I just don't see how Luca can't get it. Sure, no, no, at at that point, it becomes like a deserving thing. But I'm not. I don't know. I'm. I hate the early MVP talk. I will say, I do love how he's playing. I love that he's playing a little bit differently. The thing we were not really beating down the house about with him that we ought to be is the free throws. That man is an automatic free throws. Like, do you remember like the adventures we used to have where it's like, okay, Luca, hit your damn free throws, shooting like wasn't he like sixty five percent in the playoffs for a while? He was under fifty percent in the Clippers series, under fifty percent. His three point shooting was better than his free throw shooting. It was insane. Yeah, God, wow, wild. Well, 
I'm glad you're back. We also need you in here when when we lose, though, man, because you're you're especially angry upon losses. That, <laughs> that brings me makes me laugh. We need that. So I'm optimistic about this team. I think we're gonna win sixty games this year. I don't I don't know. I feel like we're gonna games. Go I think okay. we're gonna go under all. I don't with Luca is this good every okay. single game. We're just going to beat up on these horrible teams. I just don't know if he can be this good every single game. Because, like, I feel like we're watching, like, 2000. When was, uh like, Kobe's, like, bananas streak? Like, like it feels like that where he's just got, you know. Man, I love it, though. I love the confidence. And one last thing that I want to talk about. I think Tim Hardaway Jr. being out in the last couple minutes of that game, that was the correct decision. Christian Wood. I don't know. They just went small, had Maxi at the five. It's just the formula that worked last year. And it worked defensively, I thought. It's going to be interesting to see how that's received. He seemed happy on the bench. A win is a win. I just want him to have opportunities. And I the way he scores is so easy. Um that's that's the part that that they need that. They just they they need the ease of his scoring. And I just wonder can they like can you actually get those easy buckets late in the game when Luca's well, getting the ball for 20 They got it like that. what about a Luca Wood pick and roll? I mean the like Luca Iso worked tonight, right? Because the Nets were switching everything. Luca Iso worked. So it is what it is. I'm not taking away from it. I just want there to be variety. And we've like Nikias Duncan put out that really good piece about how Luca Doncic and and Wood are just gonna destroy teams if they spam the pick and roll. The problem is they don't really do it much, at least as you know, not not as much as I would have liked to have seen, if that makes sense. I mean, I feel like this might, I don't know. Maybe I'm giving Kit too much credit, but maybe they're saving. See, I hate that saving season. it shit. Go win sixty games. That's I know, how I you hate win it sixty like, games. It doesn't make sense. Beat the Just hell out of me. Make them figure it out. That's right. That's right. Well, Jason, you got anything else? Right. No, I'll get out of here. Let everyone else come on. But right. good win, guys. Good Talk win. Soon, buddy. Thanks. Right, we're gonna give uh, we're gonna give Harris another try here. See if he can figure out the. Uh, the uh, audio. Nope, he, he turned it down. All right, I'm going to bring up Harold. Then Harold also thinks we can win 60 games. Who's gonna, who's gonna gonna have, have, but... Yeah, I was just sitting here uh, looking through the internet, looking for Dallas Mavericks articles, and I heard the magic words, 60 wins. <laughs> and so <laughs> my ears perked up, and I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll talk. I'll call in. So, yeah. 60 wins on its way. Um, I don't have too much to say. Um, I am really happy with the way Josh Green played. That's, that is very promising. Um, you know, I, I, I do think that, that he has a future. So, and that's the important thing is that he, he does play good enough defense, and I think he is going to keep hitting shots, and he's on the right team. He's on the right team with Luka Doncic who can kick out some three-pointers to him and um, – Think, I think he'll be a good player for us long term. Um, but that's about it. I just wanted to point that out. I wanted to say 60 games. I want everybody to get all excited and uh, run our way. Love it, man. Thanks for hanging out. All right. Good night, Kirk. All right. Coming up next, then, we have Ewan. Ewan wants to go to bed. He's on the East Coast. What's up, my friend? Hey, what's up, Kurt? Oh, just uh, living the dream. I'm happy to be here after a win. <laughs> so can I ask you, um, what percentage at the three-minute mark in the fourth quarter um, were we close to having a therapy session? Oh, I was pissed. Party? <laughs> I was pissed. And Josh Bow pointed this out. It was 3-11. The Nets call a timeout. We're getting ready to go back to play, and Kid calls a timeout. And Josh says, and I, I've just never really thought about this. Josh Bo says that kid has been doing this when he has them. And, and he's done it probably 10 or 12 times that he remembers where it completely, like, it just stops momentum, like completely. It's almost like ice and a kicker type thing. I'd never thought about it. And I was super picked. I'm just like, guys, like, can we, can we quit losing leads going, you know, it, it was the, the Mavericks had been leading going in, I think into every single fourth quarter. And it's like, how are we going to be one and three while winning going into every single fourth quarter? That is hard to do. And then they pulled it out. I was delighted. Yeah, I know sometimes he uses timeouts because I know under three minutes you lose that third timeout. So he probably just wanted to use it before it gets under three minutes because you lose it. So maybe that's why he used it right there at that time. But um, I was really close to 
how the game was going to get ready to let J Kid have it and tonight. Cause like that's where the win is just know. nice, so we can kind of put that in our yeah. back pocket. <laughs> Cause like you see how the fourth quarter's going. You know, we have you know, we build a nine point lead, but you see Kyrie's hot back to back threes. You have Luca on the bench. It's like I know you want to get him back in the six minute mark, but it's kinda of like you have to see the flow of the game. You see momentum is going. You know, one of their best players is getting hot. It's kind of like, okay, our bench unit kind of, you know, held the ship down for a little bit. But you can't always wait for that six-minute mark. Sometimes you have to put them in early. Sometimes you got to put them in at eight minutes. Sometimes you got to put them at seven minutes. You just got to see how the game is going. So I'm like, I'm watching the game. I'm like, yo, get Luca back in the game. Because you had that last possession with um, Spencer tried to pass the, um, to Dodo, and he, like, sailed over his head. And it's like... Spencer's more of a slasher. He's not really a – he can't run the offense like how Luka run the offense. He's more of, you know, yeah, head down, straight to the rack. But setting players up, that's not his forte. So I'm watching again. I'm like, if kid does this again, <laughs> I can't well, lose they, it. they need to run more stuff through Wood in the in the fourth. There's like Wood, Wood went out. I can't remember what time he went out. I want to say it was like five to six minutes. And – Wood just didn't finish with a lot of shots tonight. He's able to get his shots so easily. And the weird stuff that the Nets were doing where they were switching everything, like Wood's shots were just, they looked so simple. And and I, I didn't, I don't know. Spencer is so hit or miss with me because like we would be crushing him if he wasn't shooting 56% from three. Because I really, he's just, he's had kind of a weird season to date. It's mm-hmm. It's been, you know, somewhat helpful, but it's I, I'm not sure... I, it's like you described. I'm not sure if he's the playmaker they need him to be. Right. And it's like, I'm pretty sure people, you know, Josh Green, he did his thing. He looked good. Shot looked good. Nothing but that. The McGee experiment, I don't know. He tried to dribble between two people, turnover, and then he's like, he's like the slowest guy to get back down court. And it's like, easy bucket the other way. And then he tries to inbound the ball. In inbounds, I'm like yo, and I think at that at that point, J Kid. So I was like, okay, you only get one more minute for this half, and then pulled them right away and put Maxi in, and that was it for McGee. I'm like, yeah, that was good to see because you know I, I've been watching a lot of first grade basketball. My son <laughs> is in first grade, and watching Javale slap the ball is how my son tries to dribble, where it's just like an open palm, like bump, and I'm like, and I'm like, man, you gotta quit that shit. And I found myself saying that at the television too. I'm like McGee, you got better touch than this. Stop flailing around. Oh well. Yeah, and there's two more things. Um, even though Kevin Durant had 37, it didn't seem like he had 37. It seemed like everything that he, you know, he got, he worked his ass off to get. So, um, you know, Finley Smith and um Bullock, they really they battled tonight because you know first half it was like was Kevin Durant playing, and then it started the overtime. They they did their thing. So, even though he had 37. Yeah, they they made some tough shots tonight. It was no easy buckets for them. So well, I felt like Kyrie hit everything, and then you look at the box score, and he's fourteen of thirty-one. I'm like, did I miss his misses? Like he was just crushing for a while. Yeah, that left-handed layup in the first half was like, how did he make that? I was yeah. like, wow. Yeah, he's he is a wildly skilled player. I was like, I was like, wow, that's that was yeah, that was amazing. But um, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, better to go to bed with a win than that's right. Therapy. <laughs> man thanks so much for stopping by appreciate you yes sir all right this is advertiser content brought to you by frito-lay hello i'm chip murphy here to get you ready for the big tournament tonight we'll break down we break down who will be cutting cut what are you two doing sorry chip prez here got his feathers ruffled when i told him ruffles has zero chance of winning the title And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. 
Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void where prohibited. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Coming up next, then, we have Krishna. Welcome back, my friend. Uh, my wife gave me some tea, oh. so hopefully I, I, I will sound less like I've smoked four packs. <laughs> That's good, Kirk. Uh, I want to start with a negative because I really only have one negative. And, disciple? I want to start or, with a negative. That's just the most Kirk fucking phrase I've ever heard. <laughs> I was one of those people that initially thought, maybe JaVale McGee won't be terrible. I'm ready to put Dwight Powell in. I know most people don't like Dwight Powell. But I will say two things. One thing, I, I don't hate Dwight Powell. I'm not like a Dwight hater. I thought, you know, he seems like a good guy. He came back from Achilles. He's kind of been the same player. He's never been different. But one thing I've never seen anyone complain about Dwight Powell is effort and energy. And JaVale McGee has, like, neither of those things. It seems like he doesn't put any effort in, and he has no energy. And when you have a guy that, that that's that tall and just lumbering, it's actually useless and it becomes very hindering to anything the offense is doing. I just he, he gives and, me I the chat is like no, never again. But the guys I can't handle them playing drop coverage with McGee and then getting scored on like he's not even there. It's driving like, me nuts. Uh, uh, Yes, I get it. Powell can get will give up paint points, but Powell is in the paint. He is yeah. covering his man. He is ma- he is making contests. Well, I mean, like, so far he's not played him except for the blowouts. Yeah, uh, of in course. The past but is what but in the past, that. like yeah. I, I get it. Yes, we get out rebounded, but we've won games where we've been out rebounded, and also McGee is not making rebounds. Right. Like, Christian Wood and Luca are the leading rebounders for this team. Yeah, like, McGee it, not rebounding is something they're actually going to have to address at some point because that was, like, the rebounding was the thing that he, you know, defensive presence and boarding. And you look at his thing tonight, he has three rebounds and three turnovers. And, like, nothing pisses me off more than bigs who turn the ball over. Do you remember, the, like, the DeAndre Jordan experience? Oh, like, please like, don't can't, can't do that. Now, he's still going to keep playing another 10 games. Like, this is I, just – and, and if if all the like I, I think the source of saying like Jay Kidd is the one who pushed for it. I'm sorry, Nico. Tell Jay Kidd to shut up and oh, don't. No, act- no, but they're they're a package deal. Nico's there to do what <sighs> Jason Kidd wants, not the other way around. <laughs> but that is that is the most infuriating part. It's like I don't I can't like I I honestly cannot now because if we see this for more games, this is what's going to cost us games. I, I could, the Mavericks are just starting horrific when JaVale is on the court. Like, I just worry more about JaVale than any other player. Like, yes, Dorian is missing shots, but like you've talked about, Dorian is just getting covered more than he's ever been covered. And, you know, it's the same with Reggie. Like, these guys are just getting covered well. But it's not like that with JaVale. Like, he's just making bad decisions and having lack of effort, which are two things that are easily fixable and should not be happening from someone who has so many years in the league. Like, it is... Actually inexcusable. Well, uh, I understand. That, that's the one thing I was furious about. But, you know, the rest of it, I was very happy. And I got to say it. Shout out to Rolo. We're on Josh Green Island. Josh Green Island stocks are rising, baby. Let's go. Um, I, 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 yelled, I yelled at my buddy Josh, who, who got mad at me uh, about my, my criticism of that foul. But it's like, he played, he played a good game. He, yelled, he was good. I yelled at two or three people because, like, I get, I get, <laughs> I, get I get tired of uh, of the make a wish treatment of Josh Green. Like, it's okay to say mean things about him. But, no, uh, like, he look, well tonight. he played real well tonight. Like, look, I'm not going to sit here and say Josh Green has been the immaculate player. Of course not. But I always felt like it was just purely confidence. It was never about ability. And like seeing him get that offensive rebound, which was great. Make that that pass to Luca, which was great. Just shoot open threes. Like it were the shooting the open threes reminded me of Dorian in a way. Where Dorian, when he was just so wide open, would shoot threes, even though Rick would be like, "Don't shoot unless you're open." Um, it, it was good. Like it was good to see. And honestly, I know everyone's talking about Wood replacing McGee. I think Wood will obviously get more minutes. You cut McGee's minutes down by giving them to like Josh or even like if Frank comes back healthy, like Frank or Davis, because 
Like, it, I, I cannot stand McGee anymore. But Josh was good. That was exciting. It was good to see Tim make shots. That's always really good. And I think overall it was frustrating, but the things that were good were the defense, which we just haven't seen. I thought the defense was still pretty good overall for the most part, though honestly they got their butts saved by so many open misses. Um, yeah, a lot of. The, the, but, like, the Mavs shot 50% from three, and the Nets did not shoot. Yeah, it, 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 it was it was insane. And, and, you know, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. So I will take it every time. So, just, yeah. I, need, I wanted to win because I don't want to talk about things. I don't want to harp on the things that aren't going to go away in a series of games. So it's For like, sure. Instead no. of talk, like, we, like when you talk about solutions to problems during wins, it feels a lot better than bitching solely about the problems during losses. Exactly. Cause, cause there has this like positive feeling like, okay, you got away with it. And like, I get it. I, I know there's going to be people out there like, Luca, what are you doing at the end of the game? But it's, it happened. And like, the well, thing he, I was more, I'll tell you, Ben is so good at defense on Luca. Like I think pe- Luca constantly misjudges his his wingspan. Yeah, I mean, people forget like Ben Simmons. Yes, he's not a good offensive player in terms of attacking the rim, like using his talent. He was an All NBA defender for a reason. Like he's a good defender. He's led the league in steals. Like he's not a bad defender by any sense of the word. And. I, I do wish, like, sometimes, like, I think Yuto Watanabe was out there, like, a ton, and I was like, why are you just not attacking this guy? He's on five fouls. But, you know, overtime was awesome. Like, there was smart decisions, guys just taking shots, and obviously making them was even better. But, you know, like, the the inbound, like, Hardaway making a cut instead of take, jacking up some horrible shot, like, smarter decisions in OT was what I thought was good. And well, Not heating threes. Exactly. It was just smart decisions. Like, okay, you don't just give Luca the ball at the end of the shot clock. It's okay. I'm going to move a little bit, or I make a cut. You know, it was just smart, and that's what what that's what was a lot more positive. And my only worry is like this team is having to like chug into these kind of games, like the Pelicans and now the Nets. And I I wonder, like you said, maybe having a little bit less rest and having to you know, come back and play quicker. That it seems to help this team. For some reason, when this team has to play in a few more games in a row and get a rhythm, they just do better. And there's obviously a, a greater stretch of games. But good night, and I uh, hope everyone has one because that was a great That's win. Danny, man. Thanks so much for hanging out. Talk Thank soon. You. Thank you. All right. Got a few more folks, and then we'll call it a night. Uh, Nav, welcome back. What's going on? Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Thanks for joining us again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, Come a little closer. You're fading away. Oh, sorry. There Can you hear me now? All right. Um, so, obviously, happy we got the win, just like everybody else. Um, I guess my my thing is just being dis- it's positive that given the fact what happened in Phoenix, and what happened against uh, New Orleans that we had a lead in the fourth quarter. And then when they came back and took over the lead, Brooklyn did tonight, the fact that they rallied and were able to come back, really happy about that. I feel like maybe, you know, add some confidence may have been a negative thing having that happen going one and three and everything. So obviously those are all positive. Right. It's just It's just looking forward you know, to what's happening. It's, I don't know. It's just hard for me to not always look at the bigger, you know, bigger perspective on the team where it's like thinking about not playing our best, our second best player, Christian Wood, you know, not having another ball handler and everything. Luca taking on so much so early, you know, and just, it's like, it feels like he has to be Superman always. And if he's not, we have no chance. And it's like Christian Woods there, like trying to use him. I just, it's just frustrating where it's like the rotations and everything. I'm, I'm sorry, we got to win. I'm not trying to be. No, I understand because I'm, they nearly sorry, lost I'm, the same yeah. way they lost the other two games. Yeah, yeah, and it's frustrating, like sitting here, and it's like, it's like obviously the coaches and everybody they know more than me. It's just frustrating where it's like it doesn't seem really complicated when it's like 
you should play your best players more minutes than your bad players. Yeah. Well, there's and, there's sticking to the process, and then there's being just a, a obscenely obtuse. And I suspect had the Mavericks fallen tonight, we would have seen some changes at some point. Because, but instead they 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 pull out. They're two and two, and they have a a. I don't want to say it's an easy schedule because I, I I said this before. I think it's just littered with trap games, but. I also think these could be games where they just crush teams because they're so good. So hopefully we get some of that and then, you know, they get into a good, good buy. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think as a, I guess from my perspective, it's, it just gets frustrating when it's like you're sitting here, you're watching your team and you don't feel like they're putting out their best product based on the rotations and sure. the minutes. And it's like, if right. So it's like, if we lose because, because we don't have any, because our, team isn't that great fine but it's like it feels like when i'm watching it and i'm like what is like why why is faku Composo playing over james hard like why is you know why is christian wood only you know playing less than 30 minutes in the game when it why is luca carrying such a heavy burden you know why is it how, what are we doing with tim hardaway jr and spencer dinwiddie i don't know it just kind of it doesn't feel like we're putting our our best foot forward and like actually presenting the best version of the team that we currently have. And I guess that just gets frustrating. And then we, you know, things pile up like the, you know, like we saw with Phoenix and New Orleans and now tonight, like the fact that we bounced back tonight was huge, but it's just, it just kind of gets frustrating when it's like, it just doesn't seem. If you're looking at the game over the long term, like you said, you, you want to try to, there's an element of, trying to play your best ball at the right time. Um, and we have only like, we've seen them go two and two while having a lot of kind of straightforward things. We all think they could change. And I think they may at some point, because I know, you know, there's the, you said, we're not coaches. We're not GMs. We don't know everything, but at the same time, basketball is a bit of a straightforward game. The, we all have eyes. And so there's some things that they could do differently, but I appreciate the commitment to a plan and then sticking with the plan to learn what you can. Um, I think that the Mavericks are, are going to be a pretty good team in spite of some of these kind of glaringly obvious problems that we, we keep referring to because Luka Doncic is just that good. Now, this was the argument in, in the offseason where it's like, well, it's not fair to Luka to expect this much of him. I don't think he minds. I think he might eventually, but you know, the man wants the ball in his hands all the time. If he could go win a scoring title, I think he, you know, he'd probably say it doesn't matter to him because he has so many other things that do matter to him. I, I also think that he wouldn't mind it. <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean? No, no, that makes it. I guess it's not that I think he would mind it. It's just, I feel like he, we rely on him so much at yeah. the beginning of games that at the end of games, it's kind of like... Oh, he's been he, like, statistically, we've seen it. He's been tired. Tonight was the first time where he actually looked good. Right. And then, you know, luckily our guys were making shots, you know, like in the overtime. It's just, yeah, it's just long-term just thinking. Um, I had one thing I was going to see your thoughts on it because, sure. we, you know, we keep talking about like a third shot creator, a third ball handler, a third somebody. I was wondering like with the Tim Hardaway Jr. role or like that other role, what if we like, what if we went the opposite way and you added another person that maybe just made the defense way better? Like, I think I saw you on Twitter mention like a uh, Caruso or like, I don't even know if it's possible for oh, I'm just, lusty about Caruso. Right. Um, but like a Lou Dort, yeah. you know, like, like, like how much, like I'm wondering, you know, like if you're able to get, I don't know this has just made me me just being like a crazy fan that's throwing out unrealistic ideas. But it's like if you add Jordan Clark Clarkson and Alex Caruso, like I feel like that that gets us way closer to being contenders than currently constructed. I don't know if it's possible to do it. Well, I mean, what I you're really what describing there is just having more better players because, you know, there's an element of as much as we all want Josh Green to succeed. I'm sorry if you're hearing a noise in the background. Puppy is drinking water. Um, as much as we want Josh Green to succeed, he's not proven it yet. So you're describing basically what could happen if the Mavericks could go 11 deep for real. And that's something I suspect they try to figure out if they can this this offseason i mean not this offseason during the season but they just don't have much they can give up 
Yeah. Well, so so I I guess my only thought with that, and I'm sorry, I'm maybe like, diverting the conversation. Okay. It's like, like I don't know. The way I see it is, I feel I feel like Christian Wood. It can be like a legit second, you know, second guy. And with Luca, if we you know eventually get him to starting, and then if you're able to trade like the a first round pick for Jordan Clarkson, a first round pick for see, but somebody, they, like I don't think they will Russo. ever do that. I, I don't think they okay. would trade any first rounders for anything because of what they owe. They owe the Knicks the pick this year. And then right. they and so it's like that just screws so much. Um because it, it means you know when, you'd be trading another future first. And I think they're trying to get all their, their assets in a row for something to see okay, see, and I guess my whole thing is I wonder if we're closer to being contenders, maybe sure. not, you like, know, is like now the time by is now getting the time to go for it. Right. Yeah. I can see that with like, with above average, like solid role players to fill the gaps as opposed to saving those assets for a future second all-star or fringe all-star. Yeah. I, 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 mean, I just don't know. That's an interesting yeah. thought is what I'll say. Yeah. So. But okay, well, I just appreciate I appreciate you doing these and everything, and yeah, great win and everything. Bounce back. It's just hopefully we can just put our best lineups out there and you know see the best version of the team. I still don't feel like we've seen the best version of the team based oh, on for sure. I understand yeah, everything that's out there. All right, thanks. Thanks so much. All right, give me fifteen seconds, guys. The the puppy is relentlessly ringing the back doorbell. I'll be right back. Go. Go. Man, I love dogs. I opened the dang thing and now she's just looking at the door. Like this is just, you know, the best. This is top quality audio content. Sorry about that, guys. Okay, coming up next is Tyron. How are we doing? Welcome. Hey, uh, can you hear me, Kurt? I can, yes. Thank you. All right, cool. Yeah, sorry, I sound like shit. I've me been too. For the last couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> that time of year, man. Uh, not Nav actually brought up a very interesting point and got me uh, kind of thinking. Once we get done with um, – you know, all the previous crap that set us back as far as trading and all that kind of stuff goes. I'm curious what players would be interested in coming to Dallas. But, I mean, we we can't really speak on that because right. who knows. Uh, anyway, I, I was, I was, first of all, I wanted to say I'm glad that we got the win uh, tonight. However, I was so frustrated because of the turnovers and free throws. We've got to fix that and get that in check ASAP. Turnovers. So Josh talked about this in our post-game podcast. They really haven't had turnover problems in the losses other than they came in bunches in the other two losses. Tonight, they had 17 turnovers, and there were some sloppy ones. That was that. Yeah, I mean, it was just ugly. But the, the fact that we had 17 turnovers and we were able to – I'm not gonna say contain, but well, again, just come out with the with the win against the the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, despite their record, they have some serious talent on that team. And the, despite the fact we had 17 turnovers, missing free throws, I mean, we're we're still looking pretty dang good going into the season. So they shot 77 percent from the line. So 27 to 35. You had Green miss one. You had Wood miss one. The Bullock and and the Bullock won in overtime. I know that one really was that was not yeah like it's the ones when they miss them when it matters and you're like oh no I hate those but I understand what you mean the free throw stuff is just it it kills me it's it always has it just uh, I I probably can't hit the broad side of a barn anymore but I mean you know you're doing step back three pointers in somebody's face that's down there seven feet tall you can't hit a free throw it's frustrating. <laughs> but that's all I have, man. Uh, go Mavs. All right. Thanks for hanging out tonight. Appreciate you. All right. We've got two more folks, then we're going to go. Jacob, what's up? Hey, hey. What's up, Kirk? I'm doing all right. Feels like it's been a it while. It um, Yeah, yeah. I'm just happy to do it after that's a win, right. though. That's so. right. So what are you thinking tonight? Yeah, well, actually, a lot of what I am was prepared to say is kind of what Tyron was just saying. Um, 
in a vacuum, it's a. I think it's a solid win. Uh, it's against a you know a Nets team, which who I actually think, um, despite a lot of what the uh, pontificators are saying, you know, even if they don't have credentials, they uh, they you know don't think that the Nets are you know going to be doing much this year. But I mean, if you still have a team with if you have, if you have a team with Katie on it, who's still that dude, and you know Kyrie, I think you know they're they're, they're going to be all right. But the devil's advocate in me says, you know, we had to win. We still needed overtime to win, despite a lot, you know, going in our favor, uh, shooting over fifty percent from three. Uh, the Nets being on the second night of, of a back-to-back, and them missing three rotational players, and Luca just going supernova. And there in the third quarter, and just having an amazing game. But again, you know, it was a win. We at least washed, at least uh, washed out that dirty feeling of you know those two losses. So you know, whatever. But I think like you just can't get like you you can't expect to like fly too close to the sun and be okay like. Even though, like, we should, hopefully we'll be able to stack up wins here, you know, with our schedule. Like, I know you said they're trap games, but you can't hemorrhage turnovers like we do and, and play kind of, you know, suspect at, suspect at best defense and then lose them. And then, you know, when it gets later in the season, you know, hoping or wishing that, you know, one or two of those games would have gone differently, you know, as far as season That's goes. That's right. So, yeah, that's just kind of where I'm at. Um the rotation's kind of weird still, especially with Wood. Uh, I don't know how long <laughs> Kid's going to keep up this McGee thing because, man, he pissed me off tonight a couple times with those like with those turnovers. Like, I forget if it was in the second quarter or not, but like he came around the sc- a screen and he was past the ball. Like we were like setting up, I don't know, Kevin Durant for like a little jumper at the free throw line or on the elbow or something like that, and he just fumbled the ball like a gangly, uncoordinated giraffe. And it just was maddening. So I don't know how long Kid plans to keep starting McGee. Like I know he was promised the starting role and whatnot, but like at some point it's like, come on, man. Like I'd rather I'd rather you try and dominate other team's second units. Well, he's got to start bringing something to the table that we thought he would bring. And today, yeah. it's like none of the easy lobs that you know everybody doesn't like Dwight Powell. I get it, but like Powell got easy lobs. You would finish the lobs. I'm not seeing it from. Yeah, I think I've only f- seen him finish like one lob so far this yeah, season. It's like, uh, I'm sure he's done and, more, but it's like it feels bad, and it's like it, it never yeah. felt this gross with with Powell, except for like the defensive stuff. Now he's being big and he's existing, but it's like the Mavs have had to play drop coverage with McGee because McGee is not as mobile as as people seem to think he is. He he looks an awful lot like Willie Cauley Stein and DeAndre Jordan. Oh man, I didn't want to hear that. I didn't want to have to hear that. <laughs> no, but like you said, like he's he's not even bringing any of the stuff that I thought. Like, okay, you know, I, I'm kind of indifferent on signing him, but at the very least, he should provide rebounding and right. you know, an interior presence, you know, rim protection and whatnot. But it doesn't even feel like he's doing that. So, like, even uh, if you start Wood, and I know you've seen the stat, Luca and Wood are like the top two players in P P E R. I mean, like, you know, come on, like. Even if Woods' defense is suspect at best, as well, you know, I can I can live with that. Yeah. So, I, and I actually thought he's been not terrible. I mean, I, no, don't know. I could be wrong. No, I've he got he got over on defense a couple, uh, especially in the Memphis game. Like that, like that was a game where I thought, okay, you know, this team defense is going to be fine, even with Wood out there. Yeah. But it just hasn't looked all that great the past two games. Right. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, thanks for uh, hanging out tonight. Yeah, no problem. I'll sit down and let someone else hack it. You All have right. a good night. You too, buddy. Our last man, 808 and Heartbreak. What's happening? Wow, man. Say the best for last. I like that. I appreciate it. That's what I did. <laughs> I, hope you didn't. I, I appreciate you waiting around, but I, I, I figured you. Look for us. I had nothing else better to do in my time. That's not sarcastic. It's 11 11. It's early oh. in the evening. We're okay. Right. Uh, everybody said a lot of good stuff, um, pretty much what I was going to say. But um, if I told you the Mavs were two and two after Doe and Reggie combined for 16 in the first game, 15 in the second game, I think 
So we were talking about it the other day. They had like eight points combined against the Pelicans, and then they had 16 a night, I think, combined. Would you believe that they were 500? No. I would – There, you know, Dorian – over the long haul, his sort of shooting and scoring has really correlated with the Mavericks wins and they're going to have to find a way to help him get easier baskets. Jimmy has missed some shots tonight, but I would have thought it'd be worse. Um, I did kind of, you know, I think everybody kind of knew Luca was going to have a nuts season, but you know, I was in my head sort of thinking like 30 points a game, not 35. So he's looked great. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm not really worried because, again, like we're four games into the season. It's a marathon, not a sprint. But we're we're not going to call for any of these steals positions, man. Like Josh Green had a great game. Tonight was actually the 10th time in his career that he scored more than 10 points. So, And I, I get that. It was cool. But we're not starting Josh Green. No, but I mean, it's like he's if if he's going to be in the game and he's going to take shots, I will feel better about it because it's the lack of shot taking. You know, I'll bitch about the shots if they don't go in. I'm not going to lie to people, but I'm going to bitch even more if he doesn't look at the rim. No, of course. Like we know a couple of guys that have come through the D and not have taken any shots. Just sit there and just, you know, wait for Luca to get them the ball. I think another thing that really plays into Elise Doe and his you know, production is the fact that he can't really make a three if his feet aren't set. I think SJ said that a couple of days ago. Yeah. But I was going through games last season and just a couple of games that they played this year. And if he doesn't have both feet on the ground, like it, it's, it's not going in. But other than that, like, I don't know, we got to raise the flags and just, you know, relax, man. It's, it's, it could be a lot worse. Well, trust lose, me. So like if they lose to the Thunder on Saturday, I will classify that as a lot worse and just preparing people because I don't want to fucking lose it. Yeah, I can only name like two guys starting right now for the Thunder and if they lose to them. Yeah, the the guy like, from yeah. the guy from Dune. Um and is is SGA even playing? God, I love watching that guy play. Is he yeah, I love watching him play too, but the guy is never healthy. <laughs> Well, I think they hold him out a lot. I, I really do. I they're just there there's a lot of incentivization of, of him of, of keeping him out of games. So I don't know. Uh Mavs draft says SGA got benched to start the second half tonight. Ooh, fancy. Oh. <laughs> Thunder just trying shit, you know. Gotta gotta love gotta love that team. I feel like they've been trying shit for the last seven years. Yes. Yeah. I mean the the the, the they're they're going to be fun one day. It just might not be in our lifetime. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm only 25, so that's going to be a long time. Look, man, the Kings haven't the Kings haven't made the playoffs since, like, Ronald Reagan was president. So, shit, like, when shit goes bad for teams, it goes real bad. Yeah, that's – Jesus, that's that's pretty bad. That... <laughs> what else you got for us, Frank? Man, that's about it, man. You can't really brag or, you know, get too much ups- – uh, too upset about a W, you know, especially oh, over nice. the Nets. Like, I know they're ass right now, but you still got some really good talent over there. I love it personally. All right. Let's get on out of Dodge. Thanks so much for hanging out. All right. Yes, sir. Enjoy your night. All right. All right. Oh, wait. We got one more person. Logan, go to bed. What are you doing up? Hey, give me one second. Sorry about that. Right. You're going to be on that soon. How are you doing? I don't know. I sound I sound, I sound terrible. I... Well, are you uh, sick? I feel like I've been sick since the Mavs started preseason ball. Like, just kind of <laughs> sick, and I can't shake – I cannot shake it. I, I, I cannot shake it. I did a – I did a, like a I, – I felt really good one day and went to an Orange Theory class and was, was like a great workout, and then I woke up the next day like just dying of plague. This is, it's not, it's not been fun. Oh, oh and then you went to, uh, you went to oh, my high school reunion. Yeah, yeah. I had a little too much fun at that. <laughs> it didn't help. Um, I don't know. It, I'm having a hard time getting a hold of this team right now. It's like kind of like, I don't feel like any of the games have, they've all like revealed like puzzle pieces and then it's a small sample. So those puzzle yeah. pieces don't even fit as, like, any one resounding thing because the Memphis one was a blowout off a back-to-back. This was a back-to-back, but I feel like the Nets were, like, we are not losing another effing game, so it was kind of, like, balanced out as far as what you were getting from them. But 
yeah, I don't know, like, I mean, Josh Green played better. There was, like, little things that looked better and little things that were still concerning. So I feel like we're just going to have to, like, it's so easy to make. Plus, I've been watching football where, like, every game is Titanic. That's sample. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're, yeah. Well, I, and that's sort of what I led with in the show where I said I thought, you know, Luka Doncic good at basketball, really, really, you know, amazing comment from me. That's what people come here for. And then I thought Josh Green played well. That was pretty much the only things I could think to take away because everything else about the game was bizarre. Um, and I'm glad the Mavericks won. And that's kind of what I'm much, I'm much, you know, they're, they're seeing stuff. They're collecting as much data as they can. You know, the first 20 games the Mavericks played last year were nothing like the final 20 games they played last year with right. the lineups they go. So it's, there's things that they're learning and figuring out. And, and, you know, it's nice to see Tim Hardaway hit some shots, but that's, that's kind of all I got. Yeah. That was like, I was saying, I didn't know if I liked the process of him playing, but then he made the shots and it's like, if he's going to play, that's what you're, he's playing for is to make the shots. And it's like, it's all so fluid, like the same way it's fluid to us where we're like, I don't really know what to take away from this. It's like, they don't really either until they look at it and there's like three more games to, see how it plays out you know what i mean yeah yeah but I mean, the, the thing that i don't understand is what they want woods role to be yeah um and i also wish they would run more luca wood stuff that's that's pretty much what i got yeah that's that's basically where i'm at just because well the christian wood so someone was talking about how zion like people think of gravity they think of shooters they think of like people like Luca who create all the offense, but people were talking about Zion's gravity and like basically anyone who's a threat to score and has a lot of, they can do has gravity. And I think Christian Wood has one and we don't have enough talent for Luca to be just the entire gravitational pull. So you have to have them both together. You know what I mean? Like yeah. more, I feel like people are like, well, I feel like you can have two of Spencer, Luca, and, and Wood out there at all times if you get the rotations right. Because people have said, well, then Spencer will be doing a lot by himself. But, like, there's got to be a way. I trust Wood's decision-making more than Spencer's. At <laughs> That's not a crazy statement either. I mean, these are all nitpicks at this point. Until, yeah. they, until they go through, like, if they were to, you know, they lose two games by, what, four total points? If they go through like an extended rough patch, or you know, if Luca gets hurt, this all goes sideways. Like there's yeah. no like Luca is the the plane. So that's part of why I'm not terribly concerned about the short. T- it's just like the process can. It's like when things look ugly, they look really ugly for this team. And yeah. it was that way last year, though. And then that. all the and then all of a sudden, it kind of just clicked. I feel like we don't look that organized and at the Mavs best, they seem very like, this is the plan. We either miss shots or make them, but we're getting good shots and like keeping the other team getting good shots. And it doesn't feel that way right now. It feels way more sporadic. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I was going to say, cause I thought you'd enjoy this, that Luca tonight, he has all these different modes. And tonight, he reminded me of a supervillain where it was like, is he really just here for the spectacle? Like, I don't know if he wants to win or lose or what. Like, he went after Ben Simmons three times. He cooked him twice, did a behind-the-back pass, then turned it over after dribbling. Like, threw it to him. <laughs> yeah. Like, relatively. And then I saw him when they went to, like, the half court, and, like, they kind of met in the middle, and Luca was smiling at him, and it was like you could tell he was hat-tipping him. And I was just like, it's almost like he turns into – like a Tarantino villain sometimes where it's like, he's just here for the spectacle. Like he's 100%. literally just having fun. hundred <laughs> percent. There's, there is precisely one player in the league right now who I think has challenged him in a way that he hasn't met them in, in, in the same place. And that's Kawhi because Kawhi in game six of that series was just frightening in a way that I will never be able to contextualize. Um, but every other superstar, I think he really, really loves going at and i think he likes going at Kawhi too it's just Kawhi is a scary cyborg like yeah he, he tends to love you know him and Kyrie were cracking up at halftime right when he made that that you know when the, the shot got waved off from Kyrie like he loves that stuff and, and yeah. that's what makes that's part of what makes him really fun to there's watch. just no one more mercurial than Kyrie either like he 
he had four he had four steals and three blocks tonight. I was just like, what the what the hell? He was just on one, but that's like the Kyrie experience. Is he's absolutely terrifying sometimes, and other times you're like, oh, they have that guy, we'll win because yeah, he's, he's like, he's not here tonight. Yeah, yeah. He'll like he'll decide he has to. He's gonna guard Luca. Like he literally will do stuff that crazy, and you're like, oh, we're gonna win tonight. I mean, I mean, like, I, somebody said something in the chat earlier. I need to find like the post game pressers where it's like, what. What do you expect me to do against Luca? And he did a lot of like trying to guard Luca. Like, what is up with him? He's such a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I feel like uh, games coming up. You know, we just have to wait till we can like get on here and be like, this is what's happening. Because right now, I feel like even Kid is making it fluid, and that's frustrating the hell out of me. But it doesn't really seem like. I mean, Nash isn't the best example because he's has a lot of question marks. But they were doing a lot of fluid shit where I was like, well, that's kind of weird. And then it's kind of been that way for every game for the other teams too. So, you know what I mean? I do. I do. Well, thanks for hanging out. I think I'm going to go to bed. Uh, I, I, same here. Talk to you soon. All right. Talk later, buddy. Okay, guys, be good. Uh, join me again on Saturday night. Look for stuff on Mavs Moneyball. Um, let's, uh, yeah, everybody be uh, be good to enjoy the, your Friday or, or your Saturday, depending on when you're listening to this. Have a good one, guys.